Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. Hi, this is Eric Lofholm, and I want to welcome all of you to the Brent Gove Podcast. I've got another fantastic guest lined up for our show today. Today, I'm joined by Tom Daves, 35 years in the industry as a broker, seven-time number one agent worldwide with Keller Williams. Tom, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thanks, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Oh, doing great. Doing great. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, why don't we start back with your story before you got involved with EXP and you just started in real estate. Did you start with Keller Williams or with a different uh, company? Well, I did start with a different company. As you mentioned, been in business over 35 years and started with an uh, independent company. And then I've worked with uh, different franchises, Remax, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, worked with uh, Keller Williams Realty, and a number of others. But, you know, my favorite saying is from Wayne Gretzky, you've got to skate to where the puck is going to be. So whether it was traditional real estate or REOs, foreclosures, uh, worked with Blackstone Private Equity, sold them 600 homes one year, had a big team. Um, I've always been blessed to pretty much stay ahead of the economic cycle, um, just like Wayne Gretzky has said. Um, so it's been pretty pretty fun ride. Awesome. Well, take us back to the beginning of your career. Was it a steady ascension up or did you struggle in the beginning? What was it like early in your career? Oh, my gosh. Um, I struggled big time. I mean, I was young. I was 18 years old, just got into real estate. And at that time, it was pretty much, you know, the training was here's your desk. Here's your phone. Good luck. You're on your own. So, I mean, <laughs> they had a, a couple more steps in their training, but not much. So I was doing everything. I was a young, hungry, humble, coachable kid that just really wanted to make it big and um, I quit my previous job. I was a grocery store checker, and I just, you know, burned the bridges, quit my job, and I had to make it happen. So I was doing everything that you could possibly do to be successful. I was knocking on doors. I was holding open houses. I was cold calling. I was working with buyers, working with sellers. And, man, you know what, Eric? I was extremely overwhelmed and frustrated and I told myself, okay, this is crazy. After three months, after not making one sale, I told myself, okay, I've got to focus on the first thing that materializes. And I ended up getting an expired listing. And then I became the expired king, rookie of the year. And from there, um, it took off. There were a few bumps and bruises after that, but... Um, that's kind of how things got rolling. Now, one of the things that you and I share in common is our love for success principles and studying you know, mindset, listen to podcasts and affirmations. And can you share with us, how did that happen? Were you always that way or did a mentor teach you that? Or did, how did you get so passionate about improving yourself? 
Great question. Along that same time, um, when I was struggling, when I first got into real estate, um, my broker uh, was my mentor, and he took me under his wing, and he actually flew me to Los Angeles. We went to LAX. We went to the Los Angeles Coliseum, and we saw one of the very first, it was called a PMA, Positive Mental Attitude Conference. And we had William Clement Stone, Earl Nightingale, um, Jim Rohn, uh, Art Linkletter. I mean, and the list goes on. And it opened my eyes to the first part of having a growth mindset and just like Warren Buffett says, the very best investment that you'll ever make is in yourself. So that really helped me with with the mindset, 100%. Now, let's talk about your success at Keller Williams. You know, being number one worldwide, um, I would say that probably 98% of the agents out there would not even have the guts to think about the possibility of setting a goal that big. So talk to us about your mindset. Were you striving to be number one? What's what's going on in your thinking where you have the courage to go after goals that big? Well, I realized along that uh, same time that there were three things to determine success. Number one is mindset, which we spoke about. And then number two is how you spend your time. It has to be extremely disciplined, doing the right things in the right order, kind of like the Pareto principle. And then the third is who you spend your time with. Like Jim Rohn says, you're the sum total of the five people you spend most time with. So I would go out on the road and I would travel. I would go to conferences. I would go to masterminds. I would go to seminars and I would connect with high level, the best of the best to really learn what they were doing. Just like, you know, um, well, Tony Robbins says success leaves clues, right? You know that. So, and that would really help me to stay ahead of the puck, stay ahead of the curve. So that was one of the things that helped me realize, okay, you know, REOs are coming and let's jump into the REO uh, game as well as meet with a, a lot of the influencers. Um, and then after that, um, that was when I, you know, connected with Blackstone. Um, but to answer your, your question direct, yes, I've always been a goal setter. Um, I've got, um, you know, my goals up here on the wall. I've got my major aspirations. I've got my goals for the year, for the, <laughs> for the month, for the week, for the day. So, yeah, I've always um, set goals. And then also one thing that I've noticed that the top of the top do differently than anyone else when I travel the country, and that's that they take action. You know, because there's getting ready to aim, to fire. But a lot of times you just need to fire, fire, fire and take action and just do it. Right. That's right. Well, let's jump ahead now to um, joining EXP. So you're crushing it at Keller Williams and EXP is 
introduced to you? Do you just jump right on board or do you like, yeah, I'm doing so well here? What happened when you first found out about eXp? Well, when I first heard about eXp, I was I was achieving so much success that I didn't even really take a look at it. I'm like, hey, I'm good. I'm a top agent worldwide. I'm making a ton of money and everything is great. Um, but then my margins started to shrink and my expenses started to creep. And I realized that, man, I'm on this transactional treadmill. I've got my foot on the accelerator pedal and I'm working extremely hard and I really don't have a clear path to an exit strategy. I mean, yeah, I have rentals and I'm paying them off and all that, but I just knew that there was more. So that was, it got back to, okay, where's the puck going to be? So those were some of the things that uh, led me to be more open-minded to um, EXP. Mm -hmm. And so what happened when you came on board with EXP, um, were you immediately like, hey, I want to build a team or was I'm just going to focus on production? What was the early mindset there? And then kind of what's happened since you've been involved with EXP? Well, it was both. Um, I had a production team at, uh, at Keller Williams Realty. And so, of course, I wanted to continue that. Um, to be honest with you, um, all but one stayed at Keller Williams. So I only brought one agent that had faith in me and faith in EXP to come over. So it was, uh, an, you know, yes, it was hard. It was difficult. But it turned out that it worked out to be an amazing reset. So I could go ahead and hit the ground running, build all the new systems, the tools, and take advantage and leverage all of the technology that EXP has. So um, I was able to build my team back up with production to represent clients, help them to uh, buy a home, sell a home at an exceptional level. And then also I was able to start building on the EXP platform. I have a lot of agents and contacts and brokers throughout the country that uh, that I just started reaching out to just to um, invite them to great masterminds, great training, great events that we had coming up to just share the value that we could provide. Yeah. And so what's happened since coming over to EXP in terms of what does a typical day look like for you Versus when you were, you know, knocking out of the park at Keller Williams, you probably were working extremely hard. Are you able to work less? Are you getting more travel time, vacation, more time with the family? Tell us about your life, quality of life now versus when you were crushing it at Keller Williams. Well, my goal has always been to serve, serve God, my family, my community, my health, my team. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is is to have time, to spend time, who we want to spend it with, where we want to spend it, when we want to spend it. So when I spend time working, I mean, it's I'm all in. You know, my normal day um, looks very similar. We have a team huddle in the morning and a couple of one-on-ones. And then I interview and meet with a few agents that are thinking about considering EXP. Um, I have a couple of training Zoom meetings um, and then I go out, you know, for lunch and then I usually cut out 
you know, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, definitely taking um, more time off um, throughout the end of the week, Thursday, Friday, and through the weekend, taking time off to spend time with my family, go skiing, mountain biking, barefoot water skiing, um, out serving others, and just kind of having some fun. So, um, yeah, so it's going great. Now, the last time I was at your office, I think you were at a conference, and I came in and did a little, little short little motivational speech for the team. And um, do you still have that office over where the, uh, the golf course property is? Yeah, we still have that office, and it just works out great. Um, even though the pandemic has changed things a little bit, um, people still like to come into the office for camaraderie, for team building, and for support. Yeah, so I'm still there. It's pretty cool. The reason I bring it up is I was talking to an agent the other day, and he's not with EXP, and he was saying that one of the things that he loves about the company he's with is he has an office to go to. But what's great about EXP, if you want to create an office, you just create an office. Some people want to work from home. Like you enjoy having an office. I, I would imagine with your team size, some come into the office, but you have people all over the country and maybe all over the world. So they're working from home, but you have that core office that you enjoy having, you know, being able to go to. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And also on the EXP model, one thing that is really nice is we have Regis office spaces. We also have spaces. There's like 7,000 different office locations throughout the country that we can work in, that we can work out of. And we have a free membership. And what's great about working in those offices is you go into those offices and you're going to rub elbows with CPAs, business advisors, attorneys, there's going to be, um, you know, lenders. So because in the in the traditional real estate office, I mean, how many times have you gotten a referral from your fellow agent in the office? <laughs> a lot of times they're like, you know, your competitor. But that's amazing how you can work out of a Regis and collaborate and actually create relationships and build business. So it's pretty cool. Now, when you were at Keller Williams, what was your team size at its height and how big is your organization now at EXP? So the team size um, at Keller Williams, I had 12 agents on my team. And now at EXP, um, we have 20 agents on my team, my production team, um, but we have, I have been able to scale and expand and grow worldwide. And I now have over 750 agents in my EXP organization, wow. which is amazing. That is incredible. A um, couple more questions, Tom, and we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, any advice for a new agent? They just joined EXP. What would you advise them to do? Well, I would advise them to really do their due diligence and, of course, identify what we've discussed, you know, their goals, what they would really like to achieve, and then um, align themselves with a company that aligns with their goals. Um, if they want, you know, great income, great production, as well as uh, revenue share, as well as um as well as uh, stock um, and an exit strategy. Um, and I would also recommend that they talk to other top successful agents that have been there and done that 
that have made the mistakes and that have taken the hard road that they can learn from. Like I said, success leaves clues. And in your career, you and your organization, do you know approximately how many homes uh, you guys have, have helped people buy and sell? Over 7,000, 7,000 Wow, yeah. that is incredible production. Give us, um, give us a, a tip for somebody who wants to list more homes. What's something sure. that is, you've done that's really helped you or helped your team uh, for listing more homes? 100%. Well, I believe in the core four. Um, there's the four lead generation buckets that I recommend. Uh, number one is database. Just connect with your friends, your family, your others, that you people that you connect with. Um, and then number two is open houses. Open houses is one of the best sources of business that there is. Um, number three is online marketing as well as social media. Um, and then number four is geographic farm. Pick a geographic farm. We have a whole training system for all of those. Um, and then make sure that you put those in your calendar, that you schedule your day, you stick to your schedule, and you also stick to the thought that we're not in the real estate business, we're in the lead generation business, and our job description is really only five things. Number one is lead generation. Number two is lead follow-up. Number three is set and go on appointments. Number four is contracts, writing contracts. And then number five is role play and practice because practice makes perfect. And you don't have to be great. You just have to be consistent. So there you have it in a nutshell. Awesome. So for all of you listening, one, listen to this podcast multiple times. Why? To put Tom's genius ideas into your subconscious mind. You just heard from somebody 35 years in the industry, seven-time number one producer with Keller Williams. Him and his team sold over 7,000 homes. Tom's done it. So when he's saying these things, it's absolute gold. Now, anybody in your team, share the podcast with your team so they can benefit from Tom's genius. That's going to wrap up another great edition of the Brent Gove Podcast. Tom, thank you so much for being an outstanding guest today. Thanks, Eric. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe. And it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually going to notify you. And you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at eXp. Now, don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content. And then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.